are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a November 28th Wednesday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I am your host, Eric Garcia-Gunderson, editor and writer at LeBron Wire, part of USA Today's NBA Wire sites, writer for the Associated Press and former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to your show here on Locked On Blazers. It is a Wednesday. We had a pod on Monday And we have some news for you regarding our main topic on Monday's pod, and that was the status of Yusuf Nurkic, how he's doing, and how that kind of plays into the adversity that the Blazers are dealing with right now. And the Blazers got some good news on the Nurkic front, at least as far as we as as far as we know. Uh, He is not listed on the injury report for tonight's game against the. Orlando Magic at home, so he should play in that game. So after missing the second half of Portland's loss to the Los Angeles Clippers, which I think in in large part had a hand in why Portland lost a 13-point halftime lead not having Nurkic, they will presumably get him back tonight since he's not on the injury report. So uh, that is good news. He told reporters that he will be fine, that it was just a, it hurt a little, but it's not uh, something that's going to keep him out long term. So that's really phenomenal news for the Trailblazers because Nurkic has been super, super important to their team. We all know that last year he, he was a big piece of their defense and a guy that they could count on to protect the rim and and really anchor their defense and and that was obviously one of the biggest things that the Blazers missed in that third quarter the other night was a, a presence in the middle someone to deter penetration someone to stop people at the rim and they just didn't have that last night but I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I wanted to reiterate it again, is that Nurkic has really been a boon for the Blazers offensively as well this season. Uh, So far, he is averaging the highest points per shot attempt of his career, according to cleaningtheglass.com. Great website, by the way, for basketball fans. If you really want some high-level analytics stats, uh, Ben Falk, former Blazers front office member and analytics manager runs that website and points per shot attempt is supposed to be a, uh, a a more accurate representation of someone's offensive impact and I think this Nurkic that we're seeing is much closer is actually better than the Nurkic fever Nurk that we had a couple of years ago uh, he's shooting better his, his assist numbers aren't quite as great But Nurkic right now is playing the best ball of his career, I think, on both ends of the court. He's really combining both ends. His points per shot attempt is in the 48th percentile and the highest he has ever finished in terms of with relation to the rest of the league is in the 37th percentile. So he's already exceeding that by a pretty big margin. And Portland is benefiting from that when he's on the court. So last year, 
it was it was a thing where even at times I even said, you know, maybe they should just go with Ed Davis or, or maybe they go with Collins because, you know, Collins can shoot it and, and things like that. Or Ed Davis was a better finisher last year. But once again, Nurkic going to show us that, hey, uh, young guys can get better. He's only 24 and he's really taken a big step this year. Has he been perfect? No. But has he delivered for the Blazers? Absolutely. And and he has taken his game to another level. And I think that's important to note. And I think he's going to be really important for Portland tonight when they face Orlando. And so uh, it, Nurk has really evolved as a player. And I think he doesn't get enough credit right now for what he's done. I know Damian Lillard has really been a big fan of what Nurkic has done and how good Nurkic has been. And Maybe if you haven't seen all the games, I totally understand, you know, maybe not grasping that. But really, when you, when you compare his shooting efficiency from this year compared to the rest of his career, it is it's a whole new world. It's a whole new NERC. And, uh, you know, I know we talked about the three point shooting at the beginning of the season in the preseason when he started attempting those and he's only made two, but he attempts them occasionally. But that's not really what has improved things for him watching him on the catch he has more patience he's making good passes but he's also taking a little beat in the paint and using his size that he's just bigger than everyone and he's really using that to his advantage this year which I think a lot of Blazer fans whether they were blaming it on the weight loss or his uh you know he didn't really he kind of shied away from contact at times there was a lot of you know finesse nurk was a thing that we heard a lot last year and to his credit he's merging that finesse with the power more this season and i think it's going to be really important it's really important that portland doesn't lose him for an extended period and they will get him back tonight and the longer he's healthy, the better the rotation will be, the better the Blazers will be on both ends, and uh, I think they'll have a much better chance of of going through this rough, rough patch and coming out the other side as a better team the longer they have Nurk. And, and I mentioned it on the last pod, but Myers Leonard has played well as well. He, he has really improved his game. And, and Zach Collins is, is really good. But Nurkic, I think, is, you know, he has been by far their best center this year. And um, it would hurt to lose him for an extended period. And Portland is very lucky that they won't. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Going to talk about a film session that Portland had the other day talking about their poor, poor defense over the last couple of games and, uh, you know, what that says about this team and what that might uh, tell us about what's coming up in this next week or two as Portland tries to get back on track after a three-game losing streak. And we're back here on Locked on Blazers for the second segment of our show, and I wanted to talk about some some great reporting from Jason Quick of The Athletic detailing uh, a, a film session that the Blazers had, which I think is important because when they were on the road, you, you don't have time to practice film sessions. You'll have them in a hotel or all these kind of uncomfortable places where you can't really look big picture at things or at least bigger picture than just your opponent that night. And 
Jason Quick got some great details on a 45-minute film session by the Blazers on Monday to address their defensive woes. Stotts showed them, according to Quick, their last two games plus the entire third quarter of their loss to the Clippers in which they were outscored by 22 points in just 12 minutes. Uh, Stotts had some really, really good quotes in here too quick. Uh, One of them, the manner in which we lost and the fact that we've lost three in a row and that we are trending in a bad way, especially defensively, we have to get a grasp on it. And defense was not the only thing that they highlighted. Uh, Myers Leonard talked about how this team can't be a team that doesn't run through their sets crisply, a team that doesn't run with a purpose and play with a purpose because they're just they don't have the superstar talent to get away with not playing like that other than Dame and, and CJ and we saw last year how getting bogged down into those two can really cause problems for the offense which was really underperforming last season another one of the film session uh, subjects was how teams have loaded up especially late in games on trapping Damian Lillard and Maybe this is new for him, but I think maybe it is new for some of the other guys on this group to know how to play with that. And they talked about it. Evan Turner says it was acknowledging things that we really have to step up against because that's how teams are going to try and defend and to try and beat us. So making the play out of the blitz, we have to make teams pay. We are in a four, because we're in a four on three situation. That has been a struggle for the Blazers. It was a huge struggle for them in the postseason. Early on in the season, I thought that Portland did a really good job of that, making plays out of the pick and roll in four-on-three situations, whether it's Nurkic or Myers Leonard or Zach Collins. And and I thought all those guys you know, made good, quick decisions, but now guys are starting to get tired. Guys are starting to get fatigued. The the road trip really wore these guys down. And and the Damian Lillard discussed this after the game on Sunday. When, when your mind isn't as fresh, your body isn't as fresh, you're not going to be making those crisp passes as, as frequently. And so this is one of those times in the season where you have to kind of recalibrate kind of recenter yourself because they've been traveling all over the country. They've had two long East Coast road trips. I mean, they went to Florida in in late October, early November, and then they just got back from a six-game, 11-day road trip. So they've had some tough stretches already so far this season. So for them to be a little discombobulated at this point of the season is not necessarily a shock, but uh, it should be an encouraging sign to, to Blazers fans that that Stotts and Lillard and, and the whole team is really on the same page at trying to fix this because mostly everybody on this team, as young as they are, they know the grind of the 82 games, how tough it is to get through the season and how these rough patches will come even for the best of the teams. I mean, we already saw Golden State go through one. We've seen the Lakers go through one. We've seen a lot of teams. The only team that really hasn't gone through a rough patch so far this season is Toronto. So uh, when you look at that, it's it's pretty understandable. And, 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 you know, Toronto plays Golden State. On, on Thursday. So their rough patch is coming uh, as much as uh, maybe Raptors fans don't want to hear it. But that's just what happened. Um, unless you're the 73 and nine Warriors, uh, these things are going to happen. And, and so 
the the tone from Quick's piece over at the Athletic, which you should definitely check out, is that the team is on the same page, but they they really, they have a little bit they have a sense of urgency right now, which they need to kind of get out of this funk. Uh, because that's what they're in right now. And, and the travel and everything had something to do with it. And I think it, it is encouraging that they have some time off here at home where they can practice, where they can have a long film session, where they can really focus on these things and focus on themselves rather than their opponent that night and the the surroundings and the environment of the road and the travel and the planes and all that. So uh, I think it's a really interesting piece. You should definitely go read it. And if you're not subscribed to The Athletic I don't, and you like sports, you know, I don't know, you know what you're doing right now. <laughs> so uh, definitely go get that. Go read Jason's piece over at The Athletic. Uh, really good, insightful stuff on where the Blazers are and – how they're trying to get out of their current predicament. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and talk about what's been up with the Orlando Magic as they are currently on a West Coast road trip before we wrap this pod up. Hello and welcome back to the show. And we're going to talk about the Orlando Magic in a brief moment. But first, a message from our sponsor today, my bookie. The Blazers play tonight. Maybe you want to get a little frisky on my bookie. Maybe bet them against Orlando. Who knows? Or, or looking at the NFL, lots of college football conference championships this weekend. And when people ask me where to bet, I always tell them to trust my bookie. It's the only service that I would recommend to my listeners because it's been good to me. I'm urging you to play my bookie because you win, you play, and you get paid. And you, you can bet on any number of, of different sports betting Options or games. They have in-game betting. They have live betting. They uh, have rewarding player perks for, for you and a lot of fantasy guys. You can bet on fantasy points so you don't have to pick a whole lineup. You can kind of bet on just one guy. If your fantasy season's over, like mine, especially in football, my team got eliminated last week, so I'm going to be looking at my bookie to see uh, maybe bet on some guys that I don't normally get to bet on or play to, to have a big game or, or, or not have a big game. It, that's the great thing about my bookie and the best thing for you about my bookie is that you can join now and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar go use promo code locked on to activate the offer that's my bookie m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim the bonus you play you win you get paid and my bookie will match your first deposit 100 percent of up to a thousand dollars so Go play my bookie today. And so we are back here for our final segment of today's Locked On Blazers. Portland welcomes to the Moda Center the Orlando Magic, who are 10 and 11, eighth place currently in the Eastern Conference. They played them earlier in the season. Portland won that game pretty handily uh, with, with a really strong road win to start a road trip by the Blazers. And as I mentioned on the last episode, but I'll mention again because it bears repeating, Nikola Vucevic, the, the leading scorer for Orlando, has his highest scoring average against any team in the NBA against the Trailblazers. And to throw some gasoline on top of the fire, he's playing in a contract year and he's really playing out of his mind. I think he should be an all-star. He's shooting the three more. It's, it, he's kind of like a Brooke Lopez 
kind of guy, but he's got better post moves. Uh, you know, he, he's got a real big bag of tricks down there in the post, and, and he's also a very, very good shooter. They have some other good shooters around him. The big guys that Portland has to watch out for on the perimeter are Terrence Ross, Portland native, uh, who talked about practicing in the Moda Center when he was in high school playing at Jefferson. And DJ Augustine, the 31-year-old veteran point guard, has been shooting over 40%. But I think one important thing to remember about this Orlando Magic team, I've watched their last two games, both against the Lakers and against the Golden State Warriors. Everybody on that team has the green light to shoot, basically, whether it be Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon, Mo Bamba, doesn't matter. You know, Jonathan Simmons, all these guys. And even if they're not shooting a good percentage, particularly right now, they are going, they are encouraged to shoot the three. So uh, their offense hasn't been very good, mostly because their teams have not, their team has not shot a great percentage from three outside those two guys and Vucevic. Uh, and they have still been a pretty sneaky good team. They are pretty deep. They, they have a pretty solid rotation. You'll, you'll get a, another look at Mo Bamba, uh, the, the fifth overall pick from last year's draft, who a lot of people are, are really high on. His, his ceiling as a shot blocker, as a stretch five. And Orlando almost won the other night in Golden State, which, as Portland can attest to, was not easy. Orlando led by as many as 18, only to lose in that game to a season-high 49 points from Kevin Durant. So, uh Orlando is a really strong team, and and also part of that was they lost Aaron Gordon in the second or to the tail end of the second half of that game, who was guarding Durant for a lot of the game. So if Gordon is healthy, et cetera, et cetera, you know this game could be tight. And and those shooters, Ross and Augustine, down the stretch, those are going to be guys that are going to be that you got to look out for. A guy who's had a really rough season, Evan Fournier, another guy with, with the green light basically on every possession. So uh, hopefully for Portland, he keeps missing. Hopefully for the Blazers, they catch Orlando mid-road uh, trip when they're a little tired. Orlando has been here for a couple days, but anytime you're traveling across the country, it, it's not easy. So uh, Portland is in position to win this game. They're also in position to kind of have a bounce back defensively because Vucevic, as great as he is, um, has really been been the only guy carrying things offensively for this team so uh, if Portland can have a Portland has the opportunity to have a really good group defensive effort to kind of get them back on the right track and 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 revisit those good habits that they had earlier in the season so uh, should be a fun game tonight 7 p.m. at the Moda Center Blazers magic should be a lot of fun and that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers we will be back later on this week with more more content for you and have a good Wednesday, good hump day, play my bookie, all that fun stuff. And uh, we will be back with you after tonight's game against Orlando.